0: Well, hey, Giannis, how did your date go with Javier? I don't know. We've been talking for like two weeks now and decided to finally meet up, and then he just didn't show up. I don't know why he ghosted me. I mean, I was telling him I was in love with him basically, and he just didn't show up. <gasps> I'm so sick of online dating. Hey guys, it's Becca Hayes here. And just like Janice, we've all been there. We've all had the horrible online dating stories. You don't need to go through that anymore. Coach Paula Grooms has formulated an amazing online course to help you say the right things at the right time. Check out our online dating course today at theonelovedatingtest.com. Again, that's theonelovedatingtest.com. And not only do you get a lifetime membership to this online dating course, but you get 10% off by just using this promo code. Are you ready? Becca 21. That's B-E-C-K-A 21. It's a guide for you to succeed in the online dating world. okay hey everybody welcome to the becca hayes show i'm your host becca hayes and then my co-host matt johnson <laughs> can you <even> hear that <laughs> well, you, <laughs> did can. you play a button i don't know and then today we have with us via zoom um eric mootsos <laughs> <Nice. laughs> i'm working it. on you his last it. name did, that was it and you're broadcasting from mm-hmm. saint george utah correct eric
1: Sunny St. George, Utah. Warmer St. George, Utah.
0: Ooh, yeah, what is the jealous. temperature there right now, by the way?
1: Uh, about 55.
0: Oh, ugh, still See, miserable. We,
2: no, we were there like the other day, like on Monday. It was like 50, 60
0: degrees. It felt good. I just had my yeah. windows down.
1: Yesterday it was 65. That's why we moved <sighs> down here from Salt Lake because we wanted to get into the warmer weather.
0: Yeah. I'm jealous. I just can't stand all that red rock, though. Like people like really love it. And I'm just like, it's, it's annoying to me because it tracks in the house and then it's like. I don't like it. Do you think, do you think <laughs> red yeah. well?
1: It's better than it's better than slushy mud it is. from all the snow for six months of the year. Okay. It
2: is. Do you think like? Know. Do you think they're climbing around like <laughs> red rocks everywhere and everywhere? Um, when George? you have
0: kids, yeah. And you, <laughs> let's go to the beach. Let's go, let's go into the sand dunes and it's all red. And then next you know, anywhere next, anywhere next you know, it's in your car. <laughs> then it's in your house because it's in your kids' socks. So you know, she, she that's, that's, leave that's her what home happens. Now. I basically stay <laughs> home all the time. Um, okay, Eric. So I, first of all, I want to tell you, I want to tell everybody how I heard about you. Just, I'm just going to briefly um, <clears throat> talk about that when I first found out about you. I This is when I worked for iHeartRadio and I was broadcasting from there. And I remember watching a, a Facebook video that got spread around. Now in Utah, for you guys that aren't from Utah, um, our old governor, Governor Herbert, shady motherfucker, um (laughs) i just gotta say uh he ended up going to this dinner was it for him eric was the dinner for it's like to raise um funds
1: well which which one i mean he had his own dinner where where he wasn't wearing a mask that's the one you know right in the right in the heart of the pandemic when they were shaming everybody they went up to i think it was at his mansion where um, it was $2,500 a plate mm-hmm. and they're up there dancing around on stage without a mask. You know, they're forcing everybody at church yeah. to wear masks. And then mm-hmm. he's got these paid singers to come on stage and, and Herbert's up there dancing with them. And mm-hmm. so, but Spencer Cox is at all these parties too. So it doesn't, I mean, they're all one in the same.
2: Yeah. yeah. I kind of, the fate Did, goes hand in hand. Didn't he do that like right after, like almost a day after he just like made the mandate more strict too.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And so the video came in from um, somebody that follows me on social media. Uh, She was actually at another event in Utah County where Governor Herbert shows up, jumps on stage without a mask. Um, He's around, you know, probably three dozen people on stage touching, you know, hugging. Mm -hmm. He wipes his nose on camera. I saw that. uh, Shake shake somebody's hand, uh, shake somebody's hand. Um, and is up there for probably 20, 30 minutes. And so when the, when it hit the news or when I did the video on it, mm-hmm. you know, it got close to 200,000 views on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. They were so mad. And, oh, and so sure. he put out a statement. He put out a statement saying, I was only up there for five minutes. And, <laughs> we you know, got video, I, are, you are dumbass. we in a pandemic? Are, are we in a pandemic or are we not? I mean, it's like uh-huh. it only takes one match to start a forest fire, right? Yeah. And so the the hypocrisy is just—it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got six hundred thousand kids in the state of Utah forced to wear this germ diaper on their face, and then you've got the the elite, you know, uh-huh. you've got the elites of Utah having their parties without social distancing or wearing masks. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I had a friend that actually attended that party and I remember she posted about it and I was like, okay, that's cool or whatever. But I think it, she posted about the vets and things like that, which was really awesome to see. But then I, your video got passed around and I watched it. And I, and I watched you like, I mean, it was so good, Eric, just the way you laid it out. And then like, you would pause video of it and then you would talk about it. And then you would talk about the Utah mandates, laws, whatever, and be like, what is going on? You tell us to do one thing and then you do another. And I remember watching that. and I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? This guy is awesome that he's being brave and sharing this. I mean, that takes a lot to stand up to government and in itself. And I, and I thought it was so awesome and it totally resonated with me. And I remember telling the other two hosts with me at the, when I, on the show. I remember telling him like, "We got to talk about this guy. We can we share just a clip of this video? Because we'd share videos all the time, of course. But it was always mm-hmm. videos of you know mass shaming people, and obviously the complete opposite, you know, very highly censored. Um, and it, it it drove me nuts that I'm like, this pertains to Utah right now. Let's let's spread it. And of course, I got shut down, um, but that's how I first found you. And then I, ever since then I started following you and you've been doing a lot of things and we're going to get into that in just a minute, what you've been up to, but, um, can you briefly give a background of like, of yourself and like a little bit about yourself? Sure.
1: Yeah. Just, um, um, I, I have a real, I have a crazy background. I, w- I was pursuing a country music career for about four years. I was mm-hmm. on um, a show called Nashville star, I made it to the regional finals and I got a phone call from a Vander Holyfield, the boxer, the, yep. you know, the guy that got his ear, ear bit by Mike Tyson mm. and he put me on his record label for four years. Um, so oh, I was wow. going back and forth to Nashville. Um, I was meeting with pretty big producers. Um, I opened up for Colin Ray, um, but that was 15 years ago. And, and at that time, um, we had, we had just, my wife and I just had our first baby, and I just knew that it wasn't going to work as a family, like to do that. And a family, I just knew it. And, mm-hmm. and it was really hard for me. Um, I was going to go on a radio tour and then I, I just felt like it wasn't the right thing to do. So then I, I went on a ride along in this, this guy in my old ward um, in Salt Lake, my church, and he's on the gang unit and the SWAT team for the Salt Lake city police. And so he took me out one night and I just fell in love with it right there. I didn't want to come home. And, and when I finally came home, I woke my wife up. I'm like, sweetie, that was amazing. And she's like, you would be a good cop. And so that's, and I got into police work uh, for seven years. I worked at the Salt Lake City Police Department. Um, And that's when I really saw how political um, agencies can be. I'm not saying all of them, Mm -hmm. but, but when people talk about how the system is corrupt, um, every system has, has major problems, especially when you have a, a very, very liberal political driven city, you know, because the way that police should be is that we should have constitutional sheriffs that are, that are elected by the people. But instead in most police departments, we have, uh, we have, um, mayor appointed police chiefs that end up being their political puppets for everything. Mm -hmm. And so, so then the police get turned into pawns for whatever politically is happening. For example, um, the occupy wall street 10 years ago, you know, they they disregarded so many laws to allow the occupy Wall Street to come in, um, to occupy Salt Lake City, and it was very dangerous. And I I started speaking out against that. Um, I started speaking out against quotas. You know, because our sergeant wanted us to get so many arrests per shift.
0: I knew that, and okay. I told him. Real se- sorry, one second, Eric. <laughs> okay, they're they're speeding tick quotas, right? Like where you're, like okay, you got to pull over this X amount of people and give them a speeding ticket. Is that correct? <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Now, I'm I'm not saying every department's like that. Um, But when I was on the when I finally made it over to the motorcycle unit, we had to do 20 points per day. Okay, so 20 points. So to get your points, you either had to get one ticket for one point or a DUI is worth 10 points. So Mm. I chose to do the DUIs. I chose to do the DUIs because you know, I they're a little bit more justifiable of course and so i was their number mm-hmm. one i was their number one dui guy when i was worked there in 2013 i think i had around 160 duis in one year and the, oh. and the next closest person to me had around 100 so i was like i was i was their best worker and then how i ended up getting out of law enforcement is my department wanted to get political with the lgbt parade Mm-hmm. And they wanted five of us to come and and celebrate in the parade. So they wanted us to lead the parade and do our celebration circles in front of the parade. And so I tried to switch spots with another cop. I just said, hey, will you be in the parade and I'll do your security spot mm-hmm. in the parade. So I'll be there to protect the speech. I said, I just don't feel comfortable being in the speech. Um, you have a right to um, choose
0: that. I mean, you should.
1: Right. Yeah. And And so some people thought, oh, well, this is the police job like you're you're neglecting your duty. Um, and I said, no, 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 no. The police need to be neutral on free speech events. We should not 100%. be in somebody's yeah. speech.
3: Yes. Um,
1: and, and I'd feel the same way if it was an abortion parade, heck, I'd feel the same way if it was a, a Mormon parade uh, for the temple, I would mm-hmm. feel like, Hey, look, even though I believe these things, I don't think it that's when church and state, I mean, that's the reason why the founders it. left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why the founders left yeah england because they were forcing an idea on the people and so that's how this country was born and they were doing it through the churches and they were doing it through the government mm. and so um and so anyway long story short with that i um they called me into the office 2 days later and they took my badge and my gun away for discrimination because i tried to trade positions
0: oh wow and wow. um did and
1: you, it was it was it, go
0: ahead did you try to fight that
1: I was going to at first. Um, And then I saw how it was going to go. Like I, I could have sued them. No, no problem. Mm -hmm. Um, And we had a great case, but I did not want to go down. I did not want to have an eight year lawsuit with the department that's going to end up just shutting you up. Mm -hmm. um, Because once you get into settlements and all these things, and that's if you win, you know, because Mm -hmm. the, the, the court systems are so screwed up politically. They're so biased and they're so a lot of them are corrupt so depending on what judge you get who knows if you'd win and so i i decided to to tell my story instead i i decided to speak up and that was you know 7 years ago and that's really where my journey of kind of activism began i i didn't seek it out i saw what had happened to my family because of it and how um the left leaning side of politics has completely hijacked these police departments um, and so i i wanted to tell my story to say hey look this was this is about the money, you know, number one, and it's about perception. Um, So you got to get so many tickets in order to get money, you got to get so many stops. Mm -hmm. And so I've got a whole, I could go off about what is wrong in most police departments, Um, not all of them. Um, But, but that's kind of where it started. So then I, I, I left, I got out of law enforcement, I got into sales, I moved down to St. George. And then when the Coronavirus hit, I got a call from one of my buddies that said, "Hey," and he's on the police department. He's like, "We're going to calls where we uh, they put up a snitch line in Salt Lake City."
0: Oh my right? gosh, oh. that's right. Yeah. And
1: so you could you can snitch, you can call the the city, and then the police are going to respond in a neighborhood to tell you to get away from your neighbor because you're not social distancing. Jeez. And that just fired me up. Like I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, well, and that's when that's when. Go ahead.
0: Well, and they probably. Yeah. And I mean, threatened is a, a heavy word, but they probably threatened these other police officers saying, if you don't comply, you know, this is going to happen to you. Because I know I do have a lot of police, police officers, like friends and they, they're like, there's no way if somebody calls for a mask, we're not even, we're not going to go on that call. Like we re, we refuse. So I'm curious, obviously I'm down in um, Utah County, but I'm curious up in salt Lake. I know it's, you know, a little bit heavier there and more stricter. So I'm curious if they're threatening these police officers and be like, you better do this, or obviously this is going to happen to you.
1: Yeah, of, of course. And it's, and they don't even need to say anything. If mm-hmm. you, if you start challenging and bucking the system, like you're done.
3: Wow, and that's, that's
1: ultimately crazy. why I left. I, that's ultimately why I, I resigned because once, once you're, <laughs> once you're on their list, it's over. It's like they would, if they don't find you for a, if they don't find you guilty for a, you're going to be guilty for Z. Mm
3: -hmm. It's
1: like, it's kind of like a police officer getting behind you. Right. When, when you get as a traffic cop, like if you get behind someone, I promise you, I will find something that you've done wrong Mm -hmm. within, you know, five, 10 minutes. And because there's too many laws on the books, there's too many policies in the policy manual that you're guilty, no matter what you do, you're guilty. And so I knew, I knew I had to get out of there. And, and so, and it, and it, it was the hardest thing that I've ever done, but at the same time, it was the greatest thing that's ever happened to me because I figured out how to believe in myself. I put more faith in God. Um, I realized that I am in charge of my destiny. I am in charge of my life. And, and so I'm, I'm thankful for the experience, but it was, it was, I lost 25 pounds of super bad depression. I couldn't pay my bills. Um, I was all over national news. And, if you know, for being this bigot when in when in reality, I love I love all people like I mm-hmm. people are like, mm-hmm. well, what's your problem with being in the parade? And I say, I've got a lot of problems with it. But ultimately, I I don't have to tell you why.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I can just say, hey, exactly. look, I don't I don't feel comfortable doing this. And this is not what I signed up to do is to be a political pawn. You know, because I believe that the government and politicians, they actually use the LGBT community for their agenda. And they're the ones that divide people. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that divide mm-hmm. this this gap because they're using them and they're using them. When most people in the LGBT community that I've met, they're fantastic people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we just we just have different beliefs.
0: Mm-hmm. I can't believe that they did a snitch line. Like, That's crazy. it's insane to me. That's, yeah, so, so, so I
1: called this thing. So I called the snitch line, right? Uh-huh. I called the snitch line on myself. I said, hey, there's going to be a former policeman that's going to do a big rally this Saturday. And the lady's like, well, he can't do that. And I said, oh, yeah, he can. And he's going to be there. I, I said, he's uh-huh. going to be there uh, Saturday. About two, two to 3,000 people showed up. It was one of the first rallies um, in America. It was in April. And then that's when the idea came to me to start the Utah Business Revival. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, and, and basically the model of that is that we are going to go and have these big events and help these small businesses that are getting crushed. And, and we were going to do it kind of in a protest, like in a defiance. So we We're just going to take over parks. We we're going to call mayors and say, Hey, we're going to go to this park. And then we invite all the small businesses to come with their booths. And we just shop for them and help them. Mm-hmm. And it's it's been amazing. And then, awesome. you know, that morphed into the first concert in America since COVID-19 with Colin Ray. I called Colin Ray the guy that I <laughs> opened for 15 years ago. Yeah. And we got shut down in two different counties. Uh, we got shut down up in Kaysville, um, in the city of Kaysville. Then we got shut down by a judge in in Towilla. And all the while in Kaysville, Lagoon was opened up. And in (sighs) in Tooele, you know, and that's that's why the the film is called Non-Essential. You can go to the trailer and and look at some of the trailers at Mm -hmm. nonessentialfilm.com. So now um, it's it's kind of about the film that we did. The documentary we did is about the hypocrisy in Utah government. I mean, it's everywhere. It's what from California to New York, it's all hypocrisy Mm -hmm. with these, you know, dictators, they, they've kind of became, they've, they've kind of become Kings in a way because they do these emergency orders all, all for money for federal dollars, by the way. And, Mm -hmm. and, um, but they they expect it's the rules for thee, but not for me idea.
0: Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And so the film really exposes a lot of the hypocrisy, but it also hopefully will bring hope to people that you have a right. You have a God given right to reach out your hand and you shake somebody's hand in any circumstance. You can give somebody a hug without being shamed. You, your face is a sacred spot. And when, And if you and if you have a you know, if your conscience is saying, I don't want to wear that, then the United States of America was born because because we want to be free, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. free to make our own decisions, free to live our lives, free to trade, free to gather and not be shamed for. And so that's why I've been, you know, really, really passionate on pushing back against these unconstitutional mandates that have kind of turned into these like kind of ghetto broke laws that people are just afraid now and we we did this whole thing wrong the whole thing has been done wrong we should have taken the we should have taken the same approach as south uh south dakota um uh that you know here's the memo there's a virus out there you know 99.991 percent of you are going to be just fine Mm -hmm. Um, deal with your own health the government was never meant to protect our health um, they're they're there to protect our rights, and and for whatever reason we just Which, we just bowed down to it. Yeah,
0: we're willingly giving up our our rights. And I, prior to this, you and I were, were speaking a little bit, Eric, and I want you to just briefly talk. You you made a great point about when you're not saying something is when you're you're choosing a side. When you think I'm just yeah. going to stay out of this, but you're actually choosing to say, I'm, I'm fine with giving my rights up.
1: You're exactly right. Yeah. Not not to speak is to speak mm-hmm. and and not to act is to act. So when you're when you don't go and vote, you're actually voting, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. So every decision we 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 have to take action right now. People think that they can just stand idly by. But I'm telling you right now, like this is a full on um, and, and people don't like this. But it's a full-on communist takeover of the United States of America. Agreed. They do not – the the power the powers that be uh, on a global scale, they do not want liberty. They do not want freedom. They do not want small business. If you go and look at how the Nazis did this to the Jews, people think that they just went after the Jews because of their race and their religion. And that is not true. They went after the Jews because the Jews were small business owners. They were entrepreneurs. Yep. And they were successful. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that was about the money then. And then what did they do after that? They went after the police and they took out the police and it's the same pattern. It's the same exact pattern that we started out with the businesses, And then a couple months later, then we start this fake race wars. And don't even get me going on that because (laughs) Uh the United States is the most diverse country in the world Mm -hmm. where we worship celebrities, you know, like Oprah. I, I had Michael sick. Jordan on my. I had Michael Jordan on my wall growing up the whole time. Mm-hmm. I never even. Yeah, okay, he's black, but that never crossed my mind. Like, I, I, he mm-hmm. was on my wall because he was the best.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't because and, he was black or wasn't white. It was just because he was a good basketball player.
1: I never heard a racial slur from a police officer in seven years that I worked. Not one single racial slur. Now, sure, there might be a couple outlier cops that are deep down these racists, but it's just a lie. The whole thing is a lie. Well, and And comedy
0: and comedy in itself is dying off. Like you have these comedians that are so scared to joke about anything because everybody takes things so literal and it's driving me insane. Yeah.
1: And you're, you're right. It's the cancel culture Mm -hmm. and, and, and the left the left side of the politics, if they don't open up their mouth right now and, and say, hey, we probably shouldn't be limiting speech. Um, they're going to come after them, too, because if they don't go far enough left, they're done. Mm-hmm. And exactly. and that's how this takes over. That's how it takes over. And so, you know, our group, our uh, Facebook group is the Utah Business Revival. Um, we're totally limited, but we were taken down. Like I woke up one Saturday mm-hmm. morning, gone. Mm-hmm. And so I contacted my old representative, Kim Coleman she contacted mike lee u.s senator mike lee he, it was at the same week where he was grilling uh, zuckerberg and jack dorsey from twitter
3: yep.
1: and he w- you know they were grilling him and i guess zuckerberg gave mike lee his number and said hey you let us know if there's any you know if there's any groups or problems they so then mike lee called <laughs> zuckerberg on the utah business revival uh-huh. he said hey what about the utah business revival and we were restored within two hours.
0: Well, wow. and didn't they? I and, mean, and, didn't they say that was a fluke? The, I, mean, I there's there's no way that was a fluke.
1: No, no, it's very intentional. They're yeah. they're shutting down speech that they mm-hmm. disagree with, and that's the problem. Is now some people will say, "Well, yeah, but they're they're a private business." No, 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 no. They register as the government as a platform, and the reason why they get special exemptions is because a platform people can jump on that platform and say whatever it is that they want to say. But what they're doing is they're acting like a publisher now. And so they, sh- it's against the law. So they mm-hmm. should be punished for doing that. Mm-hmm. And exactly. and so they're trying to play both sides. They're trying to play both sides. I mean, it'd be the equivalent of like, you know, Verizon not liking, or let's say zoom, they don't like this call. Boom. Yep. We're going to kick yep. you off. Yeah.
0: You know, when they, when they kicked president Trump off of Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, that should have opened everybody's eyes up you're censoring the the president of the united states you're kicking him off like are you kidding me can you not see the control and it's and and, you know the people that are so far left or whatever that they believe in oh my gosh it's about time he got kicked off what this is the president right what
1: right (laughs) yeah yeah the whole thing was a coup i mean even down to the capital like if you saw if you look at all those videos i'm telling you um, President Trump did not let those guys in. That was oh. Pelosi and their mm-hmm. team. All of a sudden the doors just opened up.
3: Yep, exactly. Come on in.
1: They were they were walking, they're walking past police officers. Yeah. And the police officers are just standing there. Hey, uh-huh. we don't agree with this, but come on in. <laughs> and then you've got one guy, you know, battling them off with a news camera behind him, however, they got in. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, it looks like he's fighting them off. Get back, get back. But then you've got another guy in the chamber. Hey, do you guys need water? Do you need medical? Mm-hmm. I mean, the <laughs> yep. whole thing was staged.
0: And there's there's videos that show this, but obviously you have to dig a little bit to find them because obviously the mainstream media is not going to cover this. Why would they? That's right. They're, they're so, all bought.
1: So, so the the point is, is that we it's a lot more corrupt. I'm um, what what I'm thankful for with President Trump. Um, even though the first time I didn't even vote for him, um, mm-hmm. second time I did, but I'm thankful that he exposed so much. Um, and, and people are starting to wake up mm-hmm. and, and, but the problem is, is now they're starting to censor people that are waking up. And oh, it's of incredibly course. dangerous. Yeah. It's no, it's, it's like book burning times a million.
0: I was, yeah. I mean, I'm on obviously Instagram and all the m- majority of the major platforms. I mean, for now, <laughs> I'm just waiting to be kicked <laughs> yeah, off. Let's see. I mean, I have been censored many times, but the, the big accounts that I follow that, are, you know, basically trying, trying to awake, uh, wake, awake everybody. Um, they're like, okay, follow this third and fifth and sixth and seventh account because they keep getting censored and booted off, and they'll have like almost a million followers. And then it's like we we kind of have to go through this trail. It's just so ridiculous. It's like, are you kidding me? Like we're gonna yeah, fu- we're gonna, we're we're gonna, gonna, be
1: gonna sending, find out. <laughs> we're gonna be sending pigeons around to each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, follow follow my follow my pigeon flock.
0: <laughs> we're bringing <laughs> pigeons back for fuck's sake.
1: We are. Might be yeah, more it's, reliable. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but that's, but that is what's going to happen. And so, um, Mm -hmm. and that's why I'm trying to prepare with, with different ways of communication. And, um, it's, it's so gross. I mean, the constitution of the United States of America is one of the most divine gifts and we screwed it up Mm -hmm. and we screwed it up because of our apathy. We screwed it up because we just thought, Oh, well, you know, the, especially in Utah, you know, I'm a member of the LDS church, but we think just because these representatives Have a white shirt and tie with a part in their hair, that they're gonna make the best decisions for us. When in Mm -hmm. reality, they're they're some of the worst enemies on freedom and liberty that we have.
2: Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's very true.
1: And so and so that's when you start mixing church and state and it just it's it's not good. Now, Mm -hmm. church and state doesn't mean that you can't talk about your beliefs. It just means that the government can't force one particular idea on the people Mm -hmm. um in this cultish fashion because the way that I see this masks and social distancing, I I have no other word for it than just pure evil. Um, You know, I don't want to get too far into it, but I believe that the devil divides and God gathers. Mm -hmm. And when we are, when we do certain things that are universal, you know, universal principles, we are going to receive those blessings, whether Mm -hmm. you want to call it the law of attraction, you know, like we talked about before, when you, when you do certain things, you're going, you get what you receive and, and you get what you put out. Mm -hmm. And, and unfortunately, we're putting out a lot of fear into the universe. And so that's, what's coming back. It's just this fear, 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 fear. It's what you get with the mainstream media. And now that we're seeing all the numbers, I, I, it's, it's actually the flu. Oh, by the way, where, where's the flu at?
0: Oh, it disappeared. So by the way, there's a it's there's been no, cured. Did you know that? Where
1: the flu go?
2: The, the everyone who got a flu shot is fine.
0: Yeah, it just goes Finally, away. Finally, they worked. They started working the flu shots all of a sudden. I mean, how long? How long yeah. we been doing the flu yeah. shots for? How many years?
1: It's just they made the, one. Big the point plus. is, is if we don't start, if we don't start asking questions and we don't start exercising our rights, we're going to lose it. It's no different than muscles. It's like mm. you, you don't go to the gym for so long, you're going to lose those muscles, and our rights. If we don't mm-hmm. exercise our rights, we lose them. And that's why I've been trying to uh, push back. We've, we've taken this film. Shoot. We've taken it. To, I think we've had 25 different showings now. We're just theaters will contact us. Some that's people are awesome. different. Like we're going this weekend. We're going up to Vernal for two showings. So these theaters that are dying because the movie industry, they're not making movies. Yeah. So all these theaters are dying. And so we're going into these cities and and just filling up the theater and 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 people will come buy popcorn and help that business. That's awesome. And it's amazing. And so we're just we're tell me the we're that's what we're
0: Eric. Tell ahead. me the process of when you decided. And this is this film you helped create or you did create it, right? Like, tell me about the film a little bit.
1: Um, well, it was, a, it was a my friend named Steve. Like he was going to do he came to one of our events and then I saw some of his work and then he had an idea of like, you know, um, basically hiring him out to be a, you know, to, to produce this documentary of just following along. So him and his wife, they came to all of our events and they just filmed and filmed and filmed. And, and I'm so thankful they did that because we were able to put it down and he was able to piece it all together. And that's kind of how it came to be. And so now people are seeing it from all over the country. Like Mm -hmm. we got called from Missouri. Um, Somebody in Missouri wanted us to, they wanted to do the business revivals in Missouri. So we just got back from Missouri. We did four showings there. I just went got back from Colorado. They started up a Colorado revival and they're showing the film. And it's just just bringing people hope that they're the answer. Like we are the answer. Government is not the answer. Mm -hmm. The only way that we're going to take this back is by us. And we have to do it all in a way that's like, you know, bold, mm-hmm. not stupid, just, just bold and say, no,
0: put your foot down. Like, absolutely. Right. Not. It's yeah. The and people. if you're a small yeah.
1: business, yeah. And if you're a small business, like you've got to stand up for yourself, you know, wow. you've got to challenge these people because when the, when the government starts coming down, if you don't immediately challenge them, they will continue to gain ground until there's no wiggle room anymore. Mm-hmm. There's no more room to, to go. Yeah. Well, you, and, and it's all in the name mm-hmm. of safety. Yeah.
2: Well, I think that's what was so good about everything that just happened with the stock market too. I think that was the first little showing about what happens when we, the people, come together and how we can take take control of power. Mm-hmm. I think that was a really yeah. good example, with like GameStop and uh, G E M and whatnot. Like mm-hmm. that. I was explaining to someone. I was like, that was like the first showing that we've seen when the underdogs come together. And they go against the these bigger You're talking about
0: the Robin Hood yeah, scandal. All of that. Okay. Yeah.
2: Like that was the first like showing of like mm-hmm. the people if they could if they can really just like like see now take that to the government, take that yeah. to politics. Like we
0: ha- have the power. Well, you know? and I, I think people yeah, but, sorry, excuse me. I No, 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 go ahead. I think a lot of and you know, just people that I've talked to, they have the mentality, oh, this is just gonna pass over we're not gonna always wear masks, so let's just hurry and let's just do this, you know, whatever, I don't like confrontation. Mm-hmm. So you get that mentality, that's that's poisonous mentality. That's, that's, we should not be able to, we should not be doing that right now. Like we have rights, we should not be wearing masks, we should not be standing six feet away. I'm so tired of standing six feet away from people. I wanna, sometimes I even like to smell your perfume when I'm standing in the line of Target. <laughs> what, mm-hmm. hey! <laughs> what what no no but you're
1: but you're right there's no science there, there there's no science and back in march when fauci said that masks actually yeah. make it worse yeah all of a sudden next month it changed well what changed well was it science or was it political science mm-hmm. it was political science that's what changed mm-hmm. and so if we don't question this stuff and we just go along with it and if we start shaming people that don't you know do what the tv tells them to do there's so much danger in it because once, once the government grabs hold of something, there is no letting go unless the people push that off. Mm-hmm. It actually gets worse. Like if, if, if we become more silent and more silent and more um, complacent, mm-hmm. the government continues to grow even more. Well, I mean, look at the disgusting, um, uh, program called the TSA, you know, from nine eleven, that reaction, um, now, now, you know, you basically go in and get, you know, borderline molested going through the airport. How many hours yeah. have been stolen from the TSA because yeah. of a reaction of nine eleven?
3: 11
1: It's the, the same kind of things happening now. Now they're bringing bills even into Utah to say that the government has the right to track all of your vaccines and that. You know, I I mean, these are the bills that are coming in right now that I'm seeing.
0: It's interesting to me because when this just started off, like we're just wearing masks. And now, we're, now we have a, a a vaccine out available. And now, and I even told people, you watch. Now they're going to push it. Now everybody has to get vaccinated. Guess what? You're not going to be able to fly an airplane if you're not vaccinated. And we've mm-hmm. already seen that there are yep. actually airlines that are making that a, a requirement. I just read an article the other day that there's two cruise lines that are not the cruises are in business right now, but eventually they'll maybe you know come back. But they're saying, uh, I think it's the Victoria Cruise Line and then some other cruise line mm-hmm. saying you have to be vaccinated or you can't board this. Now, how is that? How is that? How are we having? That's what I'm trying
1: to tell you. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So then you have lawmakers in Utah saying that we're going to track you. Where's that information going?
3: Mm -hmm. Who,
1: who, who, where's that? That should be a private thing. Like it's a private thing between you and your doctor. Why are we doing selfies? Getting a shot in our arm. Look at me. Like, look at me. I just got this vaccine. I have no idea what's in it, but look at look at me. And if you don't do this, you don't love. There goes Mm -hmm. hippie. If you don't wear a mask, you don't love. Mm -hmm. And you know what? If you don't share your personal property, you don't love. And you know what? Once this global currency comes out, because if you don't think that's coming, that is coming. It's Mm going to as soon Mm -hmm. as the dollar crashes. You know, very, very systematically and very orchestrated. Once the dollar crashes. And you don't get on this new, pro- like, what? What? What's yeah. wrong with you? You don't love. You don't love people. And it's all in the name of love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's crazy, and 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 that's how we lose it. Like freedom, freedom and liberty are not the same thing. People think that freedom and liberty are the same. It is not. You can have your freedom, and you can make really bad decisions, and that equals bondage. And right now, the United States of America and all over the world, we are in bondage. When you have your freedom, plus morality good choices moral choices that's where liberty is so freedom plus freedom plus morality equals liberty Mm -hmm. and what's happened is immoral when a government comes in and tells you you must do this 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 against the law and against the constitution that's immoral Mm -hmm. and 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 you cannot have a free country and you cannot have where liberty reigns with without morality
0: exactly so, Eric, what are you doing right now? Like, what, what's, is there anything in the making? I know that you're showing your film, and your film is called Non Essential. Um, yeah. You're, you actually have to attend these certain theaters to actually watch it, correct?
1: Um, Yeah, right now we're going to put it out for free within the next couple of weeks. Um, So if you, if you go to actually, I guess a call to action would be this for your listeners. Mm -hmm. Um, If they just text. Now, when I say this, you're not going to get bombarded. Maybe, maybe one text every couple months, but you can text 888-210-6260. So text the word Liberty to 888-210-6260. Um, You can also go to my webpage and sign up directly, which is ericmoutsos.com. That's E-R-I-C-M-O-U-T-S-O-S.com. And you can read my book for free there. So here's my book. Yes, Um, I love that you have a book. It's it's called Dispatched, uh, Conscience or Conformity. And it's about all of my stories in the police department that – <laughs> that's
0: that's
2: going to be a juicy so. book.
1: <laughs> you, you should
2: send us. Yeah. Hey, could you send us two copies?
0: And we'll. Like, oh yeah, we can, sure. promote, can we promote it. it we'll both it. read yeah. it. Yeah. Sure. Is yeah, it on audio? And, it,
1: and it's online. Okay. It,
0: no. It, not audio books. Oh, okay, I'll read. But but <laughs> but, but we'll put it on display. Here. It's on yeah. your
1: phone. Like you can go to ericmutos.com and read it for free. If you want an actual copy, I like to hold my book, so yeah. you mm-hmm. can go to Amazon and get a copy. Okay. But go and read all the reviews. You know. Go and read the reviews on Amazon. It's called Dispatched.
2: Yeah, um, I love it.
1: And and uh, it just it just shows like it it basically talks a lot about freedom. It talks about God. It talks about um, your conscience. You know, Albert Einstein once said that um, never go against your conscience even if the state demands it Mm -hmm. and your conscience is a very important thing. Like that's, I believe, you know, that's your, the light of Christ, the Jiminy cricket, your inner voice, your, Mm -hmm. yeah, that is so powerful Mm -hmm. because I believe we've been given gifts that, um, every person has been given different gifts and it's all done through your conscience. And so when you follow that light, you know, I don't even need to say God, when you follow that light, Um, that's going to lead you into your destiny. That's going to lead you into your callings in life, um, and what you're supposed to be doing. And so that's kind of what the film is too, is that we, we are the answer and, Mm -hmm. and we all have certain gifts that we need to be lighting up the world with, you know, we should have been a city on a Hill in the state of Utah with this whole, you know, um, reaction to this virus with a 99.991% survivability rate. Right. Uh, we should have been the, we should have been the city on the Hill, but we massively failed. Yeah.
0: Yep. I, I have a question, Eric, what advice would you give to the small business owners that are afraid, not the ones that actually believe in masks, but are actually afraid to not mandate these masks, not have their employees wear the masks, and then make sure that whoever walks through their door wears a mask. What advice would you give to them? Because I mean, they're getting slapped with. Um, I think it's in some place, it's like fifteen thousand dollars of like uh, a month if they don't cooperate with the mask mandates.
1: Well, I look. Number one, I haven't seen. It, I haven't seen it challenged. So when you challenge it, it's got to go up the process, right? Mm-hmm. So now it's like, okay, let's challenge it. And and if it gets to you know the AG's office, now they've got to start making decisions. Are we going to prosecute for this? Like certain sheriffs are now speaking out, like, you know, the iron County sheriff, he's saying, I'm not going to do this. And so if it's the health department that's doing it, okay, let's challenge him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I would do. I mm-hmm. would challenge it and say, okay, let's go to court and okay. let's, you know, because a lot of this is just fear. Yeah, It's mm-hmm. just fear, fear, fear. And they don't have the, it's not law. It's not law. What, what, what? It, it wasn't brought through the House, it wasn't passed through the Senate, and it wasn't signed by a governor. So what law is it? You're mm-hmm. just going to make up rules? Okay, so tomorrow we got to wear three masks? Okay, put on three masks.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's we don't live in America. A, yeah. It's a circus. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. It's like, okay, it what is, what, what are we going to train the monkeys to do next?
1: Yep.
0: It's, yes. I saw that and I was like,
1: about control. It
0: is. And it's to see if we're willing to do it. And going back to what I said earlier, how people just think this is going to pass by. Why would it, if we're all complying or the majority is complying, why are they going to stop? It's only going to get worse.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. And they're going to justify, they sit and justify their Mm -hmm. actions by the next thing. And all of a sudden we're getting shamed for, for going to Thanksgiving dinner.
3: Oh, and we're getting oh, shamed gosh.
1: for meeting for Christmas yeah. oh, and we're getting shamed for gathering more than 10 people. And that's why, you know, as soon as governor Herbert said, you can't gather more than 10 people. The very first thing I did was had a big showing with our uh, film and we had like 250 <laughs> awesome. people show up. That's and, awesome. and, well, well, I didn't I, so bring, bring it, like bring your fines and let's them. challenge it because
0: mm-hmm. yeah, as a consumer, because, look, I, go on, sorry.
1: No, I was just going to, sorry. I was just going to finish with this. Uh, um, I believe that it was Benjamin Franklin that said rebellion to tyranny is obedience to God. Um, because when that's our duty, like if we don't do, if we don't push back, we, we aren't, we're not living our duty. Like the, our duty is to push back mm-hmm. and it's the most patriotic thing we can be doing. I'm not saying be stupid with it, but, but we yeah. have to get into this mode of kind of a defiant, um, if we don't do that, it's gone.
0: Exactly. We willingly gone. gave up our rights, our freedom. It's it's a, it yeah, we're willingly do it. But as, and I was going to say, I was going to touch base on um, the small business owners, but what I've been doing, if they are, if they harass me and they can have a mask sign out in front of their store whatever, but I'll walk in without a mask on. And if they approach me right. and harass me and say, sorry, you can't be in this store unless you put a mask on, then I, yeah, obviously I turn around and walk out, but I'm not going to give you as a consumer, I'm not going to give you my business. So I want, you know, any, anybody that's listening to this, um, that has small businesses or a business owner, like know that you're losing that business probably forever. Even if, and when this is back up and running, those people are going to remember how they were treated in Mm -hmm. your store. Yep. Yep. That's
1: right. Absolutely. And, and most stores, you know, Walmart, Home Depot, they 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 know that they can't do this. Yeah. And so you just mm-hmm. walk in. They just yeah. walk into Walmart. You're not going to yeah. force it.
0: Exactly. Lowe's is like that. Um yeah, there's a couple different Smiths. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it's
1: because they know, mm-hmm. they know that they're messing with people's medical. They don't have the authority to ask about a medical condition.
0: Exactly. Like, unless they actually had a doctor at the front door and examined each and every person that walked through that door and said, "Okay, this person can wear yeah. a mask." Mm-hmm. But unless you have that, you have no right to tell someone to put a mask on.
1: Exactly. And, and so that's, you know, that's, that's where we're at. And so I just, I don't know, it's some days I just want to quit. But then most days I'm like, Please nope, don't. Nope. <laughs> is... no, don't, no, do
0: <laughs> you've come so no, far. Just... <laughs> well, Eric, I, I, I appreciate you taking the time to be on the Becca Hayes Show and to just spread the word even more. I mean, you're already doing an amazing job. I think it's so awesome. It's so noble of you, which, you, there, I mean, there's not a lot of nobility these days and bravery. <laughs> I think it's, it's awesome that you're doing this. Is there anything else you would like to tell um, the yeah. listeners? Any advice or anything?
1: Yeah. I would say just start speaking up. Um, for the ones that are just listening and they haven't t- they haven't taken a stand, I recommend start speaking up on your social media. Now, this is what's going to happen immediately as you become that light and you start speaking truth. You're going to get darkness that will attract right around your light. Yep, it'll be friends. It'll come in form of coworkers, and you're going to quickly see who is your real friend, and you're going to quickly see who's actually tolerant. And be articulate about it and say, hey, this is what I believe. So start speaking because when you do that, the people, the 90% of people that actually agree with you, mm-hmm. that gives them courage to do it. And hope. And then when they start speaking out, then it's like, oh my gosh, that's how that's how light works. Light mm-hmm. will attract light. But as soon as you do it, you just got to know the darkness is coming and yep. be prepared for it. But it's it's the most, it's, it's the best thing that can happen because it'll you'll lose some friends possibly and some family members that are that are completely um um they're not tolerant mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: and but you'll gain so many more mm-hmm. good people around you and then that fear you know that fear will just start to leave you as yeah. you become the voice that you're supposed to be so that's the mm-hmm. biggest thing that i would challenge for people that aren't being vocal is to is to just start speaking up know there's going to be resistance and mm-hmm. opposition but so many more people are with you than you think
0: i love that thank you so much for that and where can uh where can people follow you where, what are all your outlets eric besides the, um, the, give the got, number again. Well, my,
1: my yeah so the numbers uh, just text if you text liberty to 888-210-6260 um, it'll shoot you over like my webpage and then it'll shoot you over my Telegram channel, because Telegram right now is not being banned. And that's actually it's not as user friendly as like mm-hmm. Facebook, but it's yeah. actually a pretty good platform. Okay. Um and then um and then just have Eric Mutzel's handle at Facebook. You know, I'm still I'm back up on Facebook right now. Um but I'm I'm hoping to do everything through my web page pretty soon to where I'm gonna do all my, you know, as soon as I get a podcast and everything yeah. up and mm-hmm.
0: going. So. Awesome. Nice. That's awesome. awesome. So that's it.
2: So yeah, you guys make sure you go yeah. follow Eric. Go listen to his mm-hmm. message. Go read his book. Um, also if you are haven't if you haven't, make sure that you subscribe to our channel, leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you.
0: A good one, please. Five star. Five stars. <laughs> That's all. Really,
2: we <laughs> really appreciate it. So uh, but yeah, thank you, Eric, for coming on.
1: We really, really mm-hmm.
0: appreciate it. Thank so. you.
1: Yeah, you guys are awesome.
0: Yep. Thanks, Eric. God bless. You too.